0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday the 17th of June.
1: In your sport today, the Super Netball Finals begin. The Aussies go down in Sri Lanka. Rugby Australia considers a super split and we're hiring. This is your sport today. It's going to be another bumper weekend of sport. There's Formula One, the V8s are back. There's bulk footy and even the World Cup of Darts, but loose I'm super pumped for the Super Netball semis, which start tomorrow. The first game is an absolute cracker.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot to play for because the winner of tomorrow's major semi-final between the Vixens and the Fever is straight through to the grand final. It's been some turnaround by the Vixens. They finished last in 2021, but they lost just two games in the regular season to win this year's minor premiership. They beat the Fever in... Both their games, but West Coast has Janelle Fowler, and she's the competition's leading scorer. The other game is on Sunday, and that'll be in Sydney between the Giants and the Magpies. The winner of that game plays the loser of the first game next week.
1: Yep, you can watch both of those games on Foxtel and KO. But, Luce, there's another big netball story that broke yesterday. Our reports are that the sport is in some pretty big financial trouble.
0: Yeah, this came through yesterday afternoon in the News Corp papers. The report says that Netball Australia is $11 million in debt and could be 12 months away from collapsing if they can't clear those debts. This is a massive story because netball is the most popular female sport in the country. The report says that the financial troubles started in 2016 when Netball Australia left the Trans-Tasman Series with New Zealand and started a comp with only Aussie teams. Pay rises, COVID hubs and the lack of revenue from broadcast deals have added to the financial problems according to the report.
1: Yeah, this is a major story, so we'll keep you updated as it develops. Uh, I've put a link to the story in the episode notes if you want to take a deeper dive. To cricket news now, and Australia has gone down to Sri Lanka in the second one day in candy overnight. Uh, the Aussies lost by 26 runs in another rain-impacted match, but loose. It's a match Australia's latest debutante won't forget.
0: No, he won't be forgetting it any time soon because Australia's growing injury lease meant Queensland spinner Matt Kuhneman made his international debut overnight and he was in the thick of it right away. He opened the bowling and got a wicket in his third over and took a terrific catch in the field as well. Pat Cummins took four wickets as the Aussies had Sri Lanka 9 for 220 before the rain set in. It meant Australia needed 216 in 43 overs and they were looking good at 5 for 100 but they lost their last five wickets for 19 runs in 17 balls to make it one all with three matches to play.
1: Yeah, Chamika Karuna Ratna picked up three wickets and had a good run out as well, so he was named player of the match. Uh, The third ODI is on Sunday in Colombo. It starts at 7pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Foxtel and KO. Let's move to Melbourne, your neck of the woods, Luce, because that's where the Australian F1 Grand Prix is going to be until at least 2035. Luce, try to keep your Victorian bias under control for a minute and tell us all the key details.
0: Well, Sam, first off, I'll just say never in doubt never (laughs) it's never going to leave the state it's the sporting capital of Australia but yesterday Formula One confirmed a contract extension with Melbourne's Albert Park to host the Aussie GP Albert Park first hosted Formula One back in 1996 so it'll be 40 years when the contract next expires it's going to be extra busy from now on with Formula Two and Formula Three races to run in Melbourne from next year more than 400,000 fans attended this year's event which put in 92 million dollars to the economy, and Victorian Sports Minister Martin Pakula says there was plenty of interest for the GP, but in the end, he had to drive a hard bargain with F1 to keep the race in Melbourne.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about Sporting Capital, but uh, there are (laughs) some promises, Loose, to improve the pit lane and race paddock. So Albert Park could look a little different in 2035. Uh, Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who won the Aussie F1 Grand Prix this year? It only happened a couple of months ago. Loose, give us a clue.
0: Well, this driver is a multi-race winner this season.
1: Well, you've got a one and two shot. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. We're switching to rugby now because there are reports saying Rugby Australia is considering leaving New Zealand in the Super Rugby comp to start its own domestic league. What are the details here, Luce?
0: this surprised a lot of rugby fans yesterday when reports said Rugby Australia chairman Hamish McLennan told New Zealand Rugby that Rugby Australia might split to form its own comp from 2024 with possibly extra teams in New South Wales, Queensland and maybe Japan. The reports say this is all about money and Rugby Australia getting a fairer share of broadcast revenue. New Zealand get around $90 million per year from their local broadcaster Sky but Australia get 30. 3 million from Stan Sport. Under the old Super Rugby format, when South Africa was involved, all TV money was shared evenly, but that's no longer the case, which is why Rugby Australia is considering going solo to get some more cash.
1: Yeah, McLennan says he's confident fans would watch an all-Aussie comp as they did in 2020 when COVID split the comps up due to travel restrictions. Uh, There is still one Super Rugby Pacific match to go this season and that's the grand final this weekend. It's the Blues against the Chiefs on Saturday at Eden Park. Kickoff is at 5pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Watch it on Stan Sport. We've now got a bit of our own news loose. Uh, The team at Sport Today here is hiring.
0: Yeah, we're after a skilled podcaster who loves sport, sports news, all things podcasting, and wants to have a crack with us. Come on down, and I can personally say it's great working with Sam. He didn't pay me to say that.
1: loose <laughs> that was a secret. <laughs> but that is all correct. We are after someone who loves their sport and loves podcasting. The more experienced, the better. But if you're an aspiring sports journo or someone who just wants to get into sports media right now, this is right up your alley. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in or if you know somebody else who might be keen, email us at squiz.com.au or hit us up on social media. All the links are in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you, so get in touch. Game six of the NBA Finals is on this morning and the Golden State Warriors can wrap up the title with a win in Boston today. If they lose, the series goes back to San Francisco for game seven. One fan who won't be there, though, is a guy dubbed Fake Clay because he's been banned for life. Luce, how did this happen?
0: So the name probably gives it away, but Fake Clay is a man who looks very much like Warriors star Clay Thompson. Before Game 5 on Tuesday, Fake Clay, fully dressed in Warriors kit, including real Clay's trademark headband, was let in by arena security without any kind of questioning. He made it all the way out to the court and made some shots before security cottoned on to what was happening. When he was outside, a head security guy gave him a letter which said he'd been banned for life for deliberately deceiving venue staff. Well, he said he was bummed, but he had done it before. So he said he kind of deserved it
1: the best thing about this loose is that uh, it was filmed by his mate so <laughs> the video is excellent and he really does fool everybody uh, i've put a link to the video in the show notes for you to check out uh, he said he might travel to boston for today's game so keep an eye out for him he'll probably be in the stands looking just like clay thompson tip off is at 11 a.m australian eastern standard time and you can catch it on foxtel and ko Time for catch this, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up. For me, this weekend, as we said, there's so much spot on, but the FINA World Swimming Championships start in Budapest. Australia have sent a 61-strong team. There's guns like Kyle Chalmers and Kayleigh McEwen. The big races start tomorrow. Our coverage starts about 5 p.m. most days. Uh, watch it on 9GEM and 9GO, but check your local TV guides. Uh, what about you, Luce?
0: Well, what caught my eye is the English Premier League fixtures for next season. They came out overnight and the new comp starts on August 5th and there's going to be a six-week break for the World Cup. We've popped a link to the full draw in the show notes.
1: It was only the other day that uh, Man City wrapped up the title, not long between seasons over there. Uh, As for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, Uh, who won the Australian F1 Grand Prix this year, Luce? Who is it?
0: Well, he's a multi-race winner this season so far and it's Ferrari's Charles Leclerc.
1: It is Max Verstappen, the only other driver to win multiple races this year. Uh, All right, that is us done for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we said, if you're keen to join the Sport Today team, shoot us an email at at sporttodayatthesquiz.com.au. Lucy, I'll get that payment to you sorted a little bit later on. Uh, (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you again on Monday.